Hi, and welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current public health topics in our community and things of interest to students across the university. My name is Elena Kidd, and I'm a program manager in the Office of Public Health Practice at the UAB School of Public Health. June is Alzheimer's Awareness Month and Brain Awareness Month, and we are using this month as an opportunity to raise awareness about Alzheimer's disease and other dementias as a major public health issue. Today, I am joined by Miller Pickett, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's of Central Alabama, to talk about Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and the work of the Alzheimer's of Central Alabama in helping patients and families in our local community. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So why is this month important? Why should we raise awareness about Alzheimer's and other brain diseases as a major public health issue? Well, really, because they're so very prevalent. You know, um, every 66 seconds, someone in America develops dementia. Um, We've got over 90,000 patients here in Alabama. And statistics say that 7 in 10 people know someone who has Alzheimer's or have it in their family. But more importantly, when you're talking about from the standpoint of, of an institution like UAB, Um, Right now, one in five Medicare dollars are spent in the care of dementia patients. And by the year 2027, that will be um, one in three dollars. So it's a very expensive illness, and it's one that requires a lot of planning because of the length of the illness, and families need a great deal of support. It's mm-hmm. a lot of burden on the caregivers, too. It absolutely is. It's a caregiver illness, and it's a family illness that affects everybody. But typically, you know, the burden falls on one person in a family. And Alzheimer's disease is not a normal part of aging. How is Alzheimer's disease different from typical age-related memory loss? Well, everybody forgets things. And, you know, I'm, I've heard some of our our physicians describe it, you know, our brain is like a big computer, and when you've got too much on your hard drive, you know, maybe you're not working quite as quick, but that's not the same thing as files being deleted, and that's really what Alzheimer's is like, and so it really impacts people for family in the way that they're able to function normally. So we know that Alzheimer's affects memory, but it's much more than just that. And what are some signs and symptoms of Alzheimer's disease that you see? Right. Well, of course, it is memory loss, but it's also things that impact your ability to function as you once were able to. So it's the ability to plan and execute an activity, Mm -hmm. things that might have once been typical for you, whether or not that's preparing a meal or paying your bills. And you might get confused doing those multiple step tasks. Language difficulties like word finding difficulties, getting lost in familiar surroundings. I mean, these are all typical things that we see along with um, personality changes and poor judgment. From your work with the Alzheimer's of Central Alabama, what's the biggest challenge that people living with Alzheimer's and their families face? Is it getting the conversation started with a loved one when they first notice those signs and symptoms? Is it the diagnosis, affording medication, or paying for long-term care? Oh, I'm going to have to go with D, all of the above. I mean, all of the above are difficult. And that's, again, you know, when we talk about an illness that on average from diagnosis to death is is 8 to 10 years, you're seeing a family, a whole family, go through a lot of changes during that period. And so at every stage in the game, you know, certainly starting that conversation although most Alzheimer patients are never told their diagnosis. And so for many families, they're not really starting that conversation. They're just struggling with things like, when do I take the car keys away? You know, when do I take the checkbook away? I mean, you've got all those initial kind of worries, and then things just change as the disease changes and the care requirements of the one you're caring for also um, grow and escalate. 
I know for my mom actually has Alzheimer's and taking those car keys away, that loss of independence was by far one of the hardest that is an things ex- that we face as a family. That's an extremely difficult thing because it, 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 it so um, alters her ability to be independent, mm-hmm. her ability sort of to be the master of herself and where she goes every day. It's very difficult. And we tell families to involve the physician. Mm-hmm. I mean, get the physician involved in that discussion. And then you can always say, no, remember the physician said no taking the, no driving and let them be the bad guy. Right, right. That's good advice. Can you tell us a little bit about what the Alzheimer's of Central Alabama does? What type of activities, what type of services do you offer? Well, we're um, a local organization. We're a local nonprofit and Alzheimer's of Central Alabama actually grew out of a support group that I used to conduct here at UAB. And it was families that wanted to be involved and to be their own advocates. So we have been involved in research for many years, and we've supported um, 22 research grants here at UAB, some of which have gone on for additional funding, mostly from the NIA. So our little investment in research has brought in over $2 million to the university. We're really proud of that. And we're working now with our junior board to establish the predoctoral scholars program in Alzheimer's disease research. So we've got that stuff on the research side, but the heart of our mission is helping families keep their loved one at home. And we see many families that really struggle with that. And, um, you know, the programs that we provide are for families with very low incomes. And so we provide scholarships for patients to attend adult daycare so that families can get the respite care that they need. And we provide continence products that are Mm -hmm. delivered every month to the door. We've got families in 20 counties across Alabama that we're providing continence products to. And we are the provider of Project Lifesaver bracelets. Those are the bracelets that emit a radio tracking signal. Um, That's really important because 60% of patients will wander, Mm -hmm. and those that do tend to do so repeatedly. And so having that safety net in place that would emit that radio tracking signal so that someone can be located when they're lost is really, really important. But the biggest thing is education. I mean, that's what we say as a family's first line of defense. And we do lots of programs, support group. We put out a a calendar every week of everything going on in the community related to dementia. And there is a lot going on. And so families really could benefit from um, from getting dialed in and learning more about community resources and educational opportunities. That's great. That's really good. Of the patients that you serve, I know Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia, but do you serve more than just that population? We do. And, you know, in our support group, if you came, you would find people who are caring for someone with Lewy body disease or frontal temporal degeneration. And so although some things are different about those conditions, um, the families still find comfort in sharing, and they certainly find comfort from the same resources in the community because those are the same. And what's something that you're, because you just listed a lot of great things that you're doing, but what are you most excited about for the future of Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's of Central Alabama? Well, right now, you know, and, and of course all of our, our, our programs are really important, but we have an annual conference that's coming up October 18th. It'll be at Canterbury United Methodist Church. Um, and this year we're looking at Alzheimer's from the inside out. So it's really from the person's with the disease perspective as opposed to the caregiver's perspective or the medical community's perspective. 
And we're finding that that's really helpful for families to gain and get that kind of empathy. There's going to be a host of speakers, and we're also going to talk and address the fear that people have, like me, mm-hmm. or or maybe you, you know, mm-hmm. who I, my mother also had Alzheimer's, and I had two other family members where I worry about myself. And so that's really important, too, is to learn those the things that we can do mm-hmm. to protect our brain health now. And that conference is open to the public, open it's, to anyone? It's absolutely okay. open to the public. And, and again, that would be a reason to contact our office and get on that regular schedule of getting all of the events going on related to dementia, but we'll be highlighting the conference October 18th. That's great. Thank you so much for being here. It was great learning more about Alzheimer's of Central Alabama and the importance of Alzheimer's awareness. And thank you for listening. Please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plugin. 